Welcome to Viking Spotlight. This is a podcast about people, events, and projects in the North Canton City School District, and I'm your host, Jeff Wendorf. Today, we're talking with Coach Ryan Schaefer, our Hoover tennis coach and recent inductee into the Hoover Athletic Hall of Fame. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Yeah, it's great, great. Well, before we talk about tennis success and all the things that you've seen at, uh, in your career as a tennis coach here at Hoover and other places, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and uh, catch us up on Coach Ryan Schaefer. Well, I was born in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, and uh, we lived in Johnstown, or Somerset County, actually, until I was four years old. Uh, my dad uh, grew up on a farm during a depression with uh, 11 brothers and sisters uh they were poor that's all i can say but but he learned to work hard and uh his brother was killed at aachen october 25th 1945 and i'm sorry 1944 and uh when he was almost old enough he joined the united states army also Uh, I don't know if that was uh, probably part of two reasons. One, uh, because he felt he should serve because of what happened to his brother, but also maybe it was an opportunity to get off the farm. Uh, He actually missed the fighting in World War II, served in the occupation of Japan. Then he came home, and by that time my grandfather uh, had sold the farm, so my dad had to find a job, and he worked in the mines. And uh, met my mother, uh, had me uh, in 1949, and uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, he, he thought that he was done with the military. Uh, he had sign, signed on to be in the reserves uh, so he could get an early out from, from Japan, and uh, the North Koreans had other ideas. They inv- invaded South Korea. And he was called back uh, and actually landed at Incheon Harbor uh, Christmas Day, 1950. Uh, during that time, my, my mom and I moved in with my grandmother. And we stayed there until he returned. And when he got back uh, in the uh, early winter of 1951, he again went to work in the coal mines. And... Probably worked for two years until he decided that uh, he didn't want to be a miner the rest of his life. He heard there were opportunities in Canton, Ohio, uh, came out here with his brother, and he got a job at the Timken Company. Uh, Good, yeah. Yes, and uh, his brother went back to Somerset County, but my dad stayed. He bought a house with the GI Bill, and... When he had things in place, uh, he sent for my mother and I. And by that time, I had a little sister, too. And we moved in 1953 to Canton, Ohio. Yeah, great, great. And uh, you went to Perry High School? Yes. Yeah, okay, all right. Yep, the the house he bought was in uh, Redurban, which is a subdivision of Perry Heights. And uh, so I was a Panther my whole life. Yeah. Uh, Grew up going to school there. played football and baseball, graduated in 1967, 
Okay, great. So you've been in Stark County since your early years and yes. uh, um, through Perry Local Schools. And uh, then you, you helped do some things locally a little bit. And uh, you participate in football and basketball and baseball there. And um, you became an avid tennis player after that. And um, your career as a tennis coach, I understand, started in 1988 at St. Thomas. Well, as a tennis as a coach, coach, uh, yeah, yeah I, I was actually uh, – a pro at uh, Atwood Resort when it was still a booming facility uh, in the early late 70s, early 80s. And uh, by 1988, I w- uh, was at the Hall of Fame Fitness Center. And a lady, uh, Jane Schiavone, actually saw me at one of our summer club tennis matches out at Shady Hollow. And she told me that she had a a daughter was going to be a freshman, one of three daughters, and why don't I think about coaching tennis? I guess she liked my demeanor around the kids and, and what we were doing with our team. And I actually laughed at her. I said that, you know, I've never coached women before. Uh, I'm a football guy. I don't think that my old-school approach would, <laughs> would exactly be, be very good. But I went home, and I thought about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I liked the idea. I thought it would make me a better communicator, a chance to coach young ladies, and it would be get my foot in the door as a coach. Ironically, then one year later, Malone College came after me also, so I was doing, during those years, the Aquinas girls in the fall and the Malone University men in the, in the spring. Okay, yep, so you were there for a little while, and I understand you coached at Mount Union. No, I didn't no, coach no. Mountain okay. Union. Just, right. okay. just Malone. Just Tim Malone. Okay. Yes. Um, now you, um, so you've coached tennis, um, male and female, boys and girls, and uh, college and high school. Is there a difference between the college and the high school kids in general? Well, I, I can't say there really is. I pretty much, whether you were male or female, coached you the same. Uh, and uh, my style it is what it is. I am who I am. And actually, my, my women really enjoy it. They, they, they like being pushed. Uh, and, and I think they, they've responded to it over the years yep. very well. Well, I think you're, you said old school, but uh, I think the word is clear expectations, right? And uh, people in general respond very well to that. If the expectations are clear, they'll do their best to, to meet those expectations. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So you you we, we got you to be a, a Viking in 2003, I think. We came on staff here as the girls tennis coach and boys and you've had quite a run. You tell us a little bit about your your stats and so on at Hoover. Well, I I came back to coaching. I actually uh left Malone in 96. My oldest son, uh Ryan, uh was a uh you know, state level tennis player. Uh, nationally ranked, and he uh, got a scholarship to West Virginia University where he played for four years. And after his freshman year, I gave up the Malone men so that I could uh, go watch him play, basically. Sure. So I spent spent three years, three and a half years, traveling around the, the eastern states right. watching him. And uh, Joe Eaton I had known from St. Thomas Aquinas and – Probably at least 15 of the kids on a Hoover tennis team I had taught 
either at the Racquet Club or at Congress Lake Country Club, where I was the the head pro at the time. So uh, Joe reached out to me and asked me if I'd like to come to Hoover, and uh, the opportunity, the time was right, the timing was good, and uh, I just never looked back. Right. I, I remember they, the repository did an article on me at the time, and and I said, you know, my right elbow and my right shoulder, my left hip and my left knee are, are given out. So this may be a year to, <laughs> at a time transition situation. Yeah. And uh, here I am 20 years later. Right, so. right. Well, we're, I know there's a lot of Vikings that are glad you made the move. Absolutely. Yeah. So you've had some uh, pretty uh, high-level success. Uh, I think 18 Federal League championships between the boys and the girls. Um, four state runner-ups in singles, one in doubles. Uh, this year, of course, uh, Division One state runner-up with Tess Butcher, Butcher and uh, Division One state runner-up with the, the girls team in general, and a record uh, of 26 and one is uh, quite uh, quite commendable. And uh, you know, you you were inducted into the Hoover Athletic Hall of Fame, and you talked about three principles you use in coaching. Can you review those and share those with our listeners? Well, I believe that. Everything starts with one's effort. Uh, if if you don't take the time to put the effort in, uh, you'll never be, really be successful at anything. I think I learned that from my dad. He, uh, as I said, moved to Canton, uh, literally had a low-level job at the Timken Company, right above probably sweeping floors. And I watched him work two jobs and a 10-night school. Uh, he had gotten his GED in the military, and as time went on, he transitioned into the office and ended up when he retired as the head of the computer room at the Timken Company, which, you know, if there was ever an example of the greatest generation, uh, I would have to put my dad in that. Yeah, And he never really said that much to me, but I observed that no matter how humble your beginnings, if you were willing, had a good attitude, and you put the effort in, uh, yeah. you could be just about anything you wanted to yeah. be. Effort is key, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, the second thing is your attitude. You, you are who you think you are, and a positive attitude in every aspect of your life, I think, uh, can really shape you and lead you in the right direction. Yep. And, and the final thing is uh, y you have to be dedicated and willing to uh, go along with the process. And in our process, uh, the two fundamental things with that are, well, three things really. The process is, is fundamentals and work ethic. Uh, we have not had the greatest uh, tennis players in Ohio over the years, but we've had the hardest working teams and the toughest kids. Yep. Uh, everybody that plays us knows that they better be ready and that they're going to have a battle. Uh, and, and lots of times that will carry you pretty far. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we, we've won a lot of matches maybe that we shouldn't have just because our kids were tougher. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and along with, with the work ethic is a sense of personal integrity. integrity. Uh, that's where you, you know, you can pull the wool over a lot of people's eyes, but you can't when you look in the mirror, you right. know, whether you gave your best effort. And the final thing is accountability. Uh, our kids are accountable to not only me and to their parents, to their school, but to each other. Uh, when we practice, our practices are extremely uh, fast-moving and intense, and you are expected, regardless of who your opponent across the net is, you're expected to make them better or to raise your level up uh, to try to keep up with a player that's more su- more successful or more experienced than you. Yeah. And in that way, uh, you know, it ends up as the year goes on, a lot of my girls find out, especially young ones that coach our practices are harder than a lot of our matches. And uh, <laughs> That's the I, way I you think, want it to be, right? Well, I, yeah. think, that, I think that prepares them for sure. whatever. Sure. If you haven't seen it on the practice field or on a practice court, you're going to not know how to handle it on a, on a game day or game event. Yeah, right. Yeah, in a match. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think one of the things, too, that, that I learned from the maybe – bad football coaches I worked with is they spent so time worrying about what the opponent was going to do to us that they forgot to coach us. And I kind of took John Wooden's philosophy. I try to prepare them for every eventuality, everything that might possibly happen on a court during a match and give them, I mean, we, we work constantly on situations and strategies to, uh, combat whatever the other guy does yeah but right. we worry about ourselves we're going to play our game to the best of our ability and right. if we're good enough that day then we'll be okay yeah good stuff well the the you can do anything if you work hard enough and you have a great attitude and i think you you alluded to it but if you whether you think you can or you can't you're probably right and um and then that whole piece about being accountable for not only your family and who you represent, your family, your school, your coach, your, your teammates, and try to make those around you better. It's, those are three great rules for not only tennis but life. And uh, pretty much uh, anybody can accomplish almost anything if they, they adhere to those, that's for sure. Yeah, good. Thanks for sharing. Um, this year, your uh, thousandth match uh, of your tennis career is a win as a girls uh, against Solon. I know it was up there. It was away. But, uh, you know, you got a thousand match uh, win and you're the all time winningest coach in girls tennis in Ohio and the second winningest coach overall in Ohio. How special was that? And, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your your success as a as a coach and the wins and, and so on. Well, I don't ask my girls to do anything that, that I don't do. I mean, I, I spend a lot of, tremendous a lot of time, amount of time uh, trying to perfect my, cra- my craft. Uh, for 23 years, I was the clinic director of the Ohio Tennis Coaches Association, and I kept that job for 23 years because, well, partly because nobody else wanted it, but the thing... Here again, I turned a negative into a positive. It was a lot of hard work and a lot of time uh, on a computer trying to get a hold of people. But I was able to bring in some of the best tennis pros and coaches and players in the country to our annual convention. And in so doing, 
you know, I, I made friends with a lot of these people and uh, was able to pick their brains. And uh, basically, you know, my mentors were some of the best, best coaches in the country. And uh, I'm certainly fortunate. Uh, that, that was just a, th- a thing that happened, and it, it's worked out really well for myself yeah. and for my kids. Sure. Well, a thousand wins as a coach and, um, you know, that opportunity to surround yourself with good people and the, the best of the best and pull something from each of them. That's, that's a, that's a pretty good skill. <laughs> that's a pretty good approach in life. And you know, if you want to be great at something, find out who's doing it best and who the best are and get in their brain. Right. Well, amazingly, we, we don't ever really stress winning. We very, very rarely talk about it. Again, it's about the kids believing in me and in their coaches and in themselves and each other. And it's about them going out and attempting to perform to the best of their ability Mm -hmm. at at a high level with a great attitude and a tremendous amount of competitiveness and effort. And if I can get everybody on the team doing that on a consistent basis, then we're going to be successful. And scores take care of themselves. Scores right? take yep. care of themselves. And records. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, fantastic. And and I know you spent a long time teaching and uh, in the classroom. And um, I, I suppose that your kids uh, that you've had over the years come back to say hello once in a while. And they learned a lot more from Coach Schaefer than they did about the subject you taught. Uh, that's for sure. I can tell by listening to you. Well, I have uh, my – First players, you know, are now in their mid to late 60s. And, uh, yeah, I'm still pretty close to a lot of those guys. And uh, it, it's nice that to hear from them. Sure. I, I, know, I know as the years go on, it's, it's, it's just nice to stay in touch. And, and they do. They, they let me know that I was appreciated. And, of course, I really didn't think I was doing anything special. I just... I love kids and I love what I do. Yeah. Well, and you know, as we all look back to our, our scholastic days, our school days and um, our college days or whoever we have the greatest memories of and so on, they're typically not the, the algebra um, computations or whether or not you had the right uh, English um, pronouns in the right place and so on. And, uh, but it's, it's how the teachers made you feel. Those are the ones that made you had the biggest impact on me at least. And I know others say that a lot. And uh, I'm sure you were one of those I can tell because of your success and and how you approach things in your philosophy of life and in tennis. But uh, you were inducted into the Ohio tennis coaches association hall of fame in 2011. And this year, again, in the uh, athletic hall of fame for Hoover high school, uh, you've won many awards across the state and even the country. And we should mention that you've been the Federal League Tennis Coach of the Year 20 times, 20 times uh, as the Federal League Coach of the Year. That's amazing. And the Stark County Coach of the Year 31 times. Uh, it's, it's, uh, well, there, there's, there's two. That's just kind of combined. Uh, the Stark mm-hmm. County Coaches Association uh, gives an award, and then right. in 2011, the coaches got together and formed the uh, uh, Stark County Tennis Coaches Association. Mm-hmm. So that 31 is a little misleading. That's the combined award, but yeah. but it, it's That's a lot. It's nice, yeah. Yeah. you know. I th- I think anybody in any any field uh, 
just likes to be respected by the sure. peers. Well, and, I think it's pretty evident that that's true in your, in your case for sure. And uh, in 2020, you were awarded the uh, Sportsman Ethics and Integrity Award from the Ohio High School Athletic Association, which is, I mean, that's very evident. If anybody knows you at all, they know that you have the highest uh, levels of sportsmanship and ethics and integrity, and uh, it's reflective in the way your teams act and compete and uh, not only on the court, but as humans and as students. So congratulations for that. Well, that's, I think that's what an educator does. And I just, <laughs> I just do, do things the way I was taught to yeah. do them. Well, and you talked about your dad in the beginning and at the Hall of Fame induction and uh, uh, talked about his influence on you. And, and your dad was not in education, but it sure sounds like he had a huge impact on you as far as education. Well, he there's no doubt. Uh, you know, I also, I need to mention my wife uh, of 52 years. Uh, Joni is a terrific mother and wife and grandmother. Uh, and I, I certainly appreciate her support. Absolutely. Uh, She's probably sat out at a few cold tennis matches, I suppose. Well, <laughs> tr- tr- truthfully, it, it's a little different n- now. She, she really doesn't. <laughs> come to the matches anymore because she doesn't know the kids right. and uh, like like she did in my in the early years but she certainly keeps track and and she makes sure that my priorities are straight and that uh <laughs> i don't i don't become too too obsessive or passionate yeah. well in what I, do. I tell you, you what know, she, she's she's the one that is she keeps, keeps you balanced level. Yeah, yeah level balanced. yeah good Good, good. Well, that's that's a congratulations on fifty two years too. That's that's beautiful. Yep, yep. Well, I, I you know, as the superintendent at, at North Canton uh, City Schools and Hoover High School and so on, I, I know that the influence that you've had on on our tennis program one, but uh, kids in general is just uh, outstanding. Can't thank you enough for your influence and your leadership and. And your dedication to not only the sport, but the kids. And uh, just want to say thank you and look forward to many more years. Well, <laughs> if, if my body holds up and, and, and Joni's good with it, yep. at, at this point, you know, I think she'd like to travel a little bit more. Sure. And, and I do. I have eight grandchildren now, and, and six of them are, are here. In fact, Jack, Jack, my grandsons, Jack and Sam, uh, We'll be playing tomorrow night for the re, you know regional semifinals. They're both starters on the boys' soccer team, so yeah, right. very very proud of them. And right. uh, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun to see them having athletic success. Also, yeah, that's great. Well, I think the the bloodlines are are strong. That sounds like for sure. So, well, we again thank you um, for what you do and what your influence on kids. Um, congratulations to you on your your just crazy level of success and um yeah we're glad you're a viking and and certainly you make uh, the rest of us better by being around so thank you well i i appreciate that it's just you know i i'm a lucky guy uh my hobbies uh american history and uh tennis coaching really doesn't matter what we're teaching uh we're not only my vocation but my hobbies, my passions. So uh, just had a a really good time with everything my entire life. And well, you've, you've turned your hobbies into a um, 
some people's hobbies are, uh, you know, hit or miss, not really dedicated to. But from what I understand, well, I know tennis, but uh, your love of uh, history is is uh, at a high level as well. So you've got uh, some things going on there that are just outstanding and pretty cool. So, well, thank you for being you. That's thank for you. sure. Well, so, thank you. Yeah, can, I've uh, had a lot of help. Have we all? Yeah, good. Well, we thank our listeners today for joining us. Uh, this podcast is a great way for us to share information about the district and residents and families. And uh, if you have questions about our podcast or want to suggest a topic for us to cover, please email us at vikingspotlight at northcantonschools.org. And we also welcome your thoughts regarding the uh, uh, next week and future podcasts. If you have any ideas, just, just give us a ring or let us know. Next week, we'll be talking with Mr. Gary Bodenschatz, who teaches interactive media in the career tech program at the Hoover High School. And we're excited he's going to join us, talk to us about that program. And in the meantime, we've got some um, some fall sports wrapping up and getting ready to gear up on winter sports, but we've got some soccer folks in the tournament still as we just mentioned football's on the road for a tournament and uh in the championship so we've got some other things going on but um we're excited to be vikings and uh, we wish all our teams the best of luck and uh in the individuals as well so thanks for listening and go vikings (laughs) 